Christian Broadcasting Network. to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, June 2nd, 2001. In the previous weeks, I have been discussing a prophecy in Psalm 83, and... Uh, on Sukkot this year, on September the 29th, it was the first day of Sukkot. One week later, Sukkot ended on October 6th, on Friday. The following day, Saturday, October 7th, 2023, the first day of the fulfillment of the prophecy in Psalm 83. I have uh, on this program during the week on the Present Truth programs, I have been presenting repeatedly the what is happening in the Gaza, in Israel, in the Middle East, everything that is moving I've been trying to um, just present this as clearly as possible. God did say in Psalm 83, it was a psalm. David had his Levitical musicians, and one of the musicians was Asaph. And he, the musicians were prophets. These were David's prophets. They would sing in prophetic melodies, prophesying to Israel of things that would come in their future. When God was displeased or pleased with them. And in Psalm 83, Asaph, Asaph began this way. God do not keep quiet. Do not be still. Do not be silent. And Asaph saw that on October 1st, I'm sorry, October 7th, 2023, the first day 
of the prophetic fulfillment of Psalm 83. Asaph, 3,000 years ago, spoke of this day. And he spoke of the years prior to the beginning of what we call the Gaza conflict when Hamas attacked Israel in southern Israel. For years, according to Asaph, God's enemies were conspiring, planning, secret counsel. They were going to attack Israel and they were going to attack God himself. Verse 2, your enemies are making noises. They are unhappy. They're in a tumult. They are in rage. They are angry. Those who hate you, Asaph directs this to God himself. Yahweh, those who hate you are getting ready to attack. They are ready to execute a plan. Verse 3, they are making secret plans before the attack. They're making secret plans. They're plotting against your people. They're plotting against you. They say, verse 4, come, we're agreed, we're in an agreement, we're in a unity, we're unified. They say, come, let's destroy them. Who? Who is them? Let us destroy your people. As a nation that no one will ever remember the name Israel. So they're attacking God and they're attacking the Jewish people as a nation so that no one will remember the name Israel. Right here, Asaph is using a word in our modern vernacular, genocide. Let us genocide Israel. Let us destroy Israel. Let us destroy Israel to the point where they don't ever use the name Israel again. Verse 5. They are united in their plan. They are one. They plot with one mind, with one heart. They have made an agreement. They have been planning this. I'm, I'm saying and interjecting this, paraphrasing. They have been planning this plot this plan for years against Israel, against, the, against Israel and the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the 12 tribes of Israel. Verse 6. Now here is where Asaph begins to identify succinctly the enemies he names them, the families. The families, or the tents of Edom, which is Jacob's twin brother Esau. The tents of Esau, 
and the Ishmaelites. These are the children of Ishmael, Abraham's first son through Hagar. They are the families of Moab. Moab, Lot, Abraham's nephew, through his oldest daughter, had a child. And the child's name was Moab. Moab and the Hagrites, the people that lived and dwelt in central Jordan. The people of Biblios. This would be northeast of Israel. No, I'm sorry, northwest of Israel, Israel in the area of Lebanon and north. Then he mentions Ammon. Ammon is, again, Abraham's nephew, Lot, had a second child to his second daughter, and that child's name was Ammon. And Ammon, Ammon, Jordan, this uh, Lot's second son lives north in the northern part of present-day Jordan. So you have his first son that lives in the central part of Jordan. In the northern part of Jordan, around Ammon, Jordan, you have the son Ammon. On the very south-southern portion of Jordan, you have Edom, which is Esau's brother, and the Ishmaelites. Esau, his children began to marry the daughters of Ishmael. Esau's children began to marry the daughters of Ishmael, and the two families are very tightly related. Related. Then it says the descendants, uh, oh, to help, then he says, uh, I'm sorry. Then also the Philistia, the people of Biblos, Biblio, Biblos, Ammon, then Amalek, which was in the area of uh, that area also. in that area of Jordan. Also, Philistia, which would be the area of the Philistines. The area of the Philistines is the Gaza Strip. This is where the Philistines lived, which was a, a wasn't necessarily family. They were people from the surrounding area, from the nations. Then the inhabitants of Tyre, which should be north, west of Israel, and along the coast in present-day Lebanon. Everything I'm explaining to you is a prophecy that God gave these different men, not just Asaph, but also in Amos, the book of Amos, the book of Zephaniah, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, 
many of the prophets of Israel. And this right here condenses all these families. And then with the other books in the Old Testament, you can see more about Ammon and the family where they lived, the gods they worshipped. The same with Moab, the gods they worship, where they reside. Their, you might say, their problem with the children of Israel. Then you have Esau to the southern part of Jordan, how he intermarried with the children of Ishmael out of Saudi Arabia, and then the gods they worship. Then to the northwest, Tyre and Byblos, the gods that they worship, their territory where they reside. You have Philistia, where the present-day Gaza Strip is. These people all were at war with Israel from 3,000 plus years ago to the present. And in scriptures in the Old Testament, in many of the different books, God said there would come a time when he would punish Moab and he would punish Ammon. Ammon. He would punish all these people that I'm presenting to you. And he has not yet done it in the past. To a, to a, he has punished them maybe in a, a small way, but he's never punished them totally on a large scale and openly before the world. But he's doing it now. <clears throat> Even Assyria has joined them. Assyria is the old area of Syria that we know of now and to the east and further to the north. But Syria has joined them. The nation, uh, a, a nation, not a family, but some of the other nations surrounding Israel has joined them, has joined to help in verse 8. <clears throat> Excuse me. In verse 8, even Assyria has joined them to help Ammon and Moab, the descendants of Lot. And he said, Selah, this is the way it is. This will happen. The time will come. The time began on October 7th, 2023, in southern Israel, when Hamas attacked the village and the, and the festivities that were taking place that day. Then... Asaph says, and as I, as I go on into the, as I continue, I have to say this. Right now, in the evangelical, Pentecostal, charismatic, messianic churches in America, I forget, I'm, I'm not going to forget the Catholics and all the other main denominations, but I'm speaking mainly to the evangelicals. Because the evangelicals do not understand eschatology, 
They are, we as a body are divided on what is happening in Israel and this war. Because Christians don't realize and understand, number one, that all these nations for 3,000 years plus that have repeatedly harassed and gone in, uh, uh, gone to war with Israel and have caused Israel hardship, misery, death. God doesn't forget. These are His people. He made a covenant with them. He has made promises with them. There are, tree, there are agreements that God has made with, it, with David, with Moses, with Abraham. God, when He makes a covenant, it is a forever covenant, a forever promise. The enemies that have continually attacked Israel for all these thousands, hundreds of years, thousands of years, there will come a time when they're punished. And according to the way that God has presented this and presented this in the Old Testament, it would not be hidden when the punishments to these families and the nations that have harassed and caused Israel great hardship. It would not be a hidden punishment. And God is punishing all of the enemies at the same time. Number one. Number two. The Christian people, because again, they don't understand God's plan with Israel. They don't see this war taking place as a punishment and a judgment by God himself on the enemies of Israel that surround Israel. And all these nations that I've mentioned, they are in Israel's proximity. They are in close they are surrounding Israel and they are within the nation. <clears throat> within the nation, the Canaanites, which would be kind of in the area of the people of the West Bank, and the people that are the Arab population that is protesting and is causing uh, terrorist acts around Jerusalem to the east side. Everybody, all these enemies are mentioned. And in the time in which we live now because of modern media, God is going to punish them for the world to see. This way, God can make it clear to the nations and to the children, the born-again people in the seven lampstands of God, God can make it clear that what he said is going to happen will come to pass. Whether we like it or not, whether we understand it or not, you can be on the side of the... You can, you can take the position that Israel is genociding the Palestinian people or the people of Gaza. If you take and hold that view, you, are, uh, you don't see things clearly. 
God's hand is in this. This prophecy is being fulfilled. It is just the beginning of a set of prophecies that are going to step the, uh, step us as God's children, the born-again people, into different prophecies. These different prophecies are like steps going to Armageddon. Steps that are leading us to the millennial kingdom. And because I, I have five different things I need to present, and I, it's difficult to stay linear, Replacement theology. The people that are embracing the Palestinian people that are Christians, that are embracing the Palestinian people and are saying that Israel is the aggressor, they are people that have the concept, the belief of replacement theology, whether they understand it or not. The Christian church has not replaced Israel. Israel is the, the elect people of God. The Jewish people, and there are Jewish people. The Jewish people are... God has a plan with them from the time of Abraham to the time of Christ a period of time where they are maybe set on the sidelines to give the Christian family a chance to grow and accomplish what God intends for the born-again people to accomplish. Then, at the end of the time of the Gentiles, which is the time in which we're in, we are the... God is working His plan through the churches, the plan of salvation through Jesus Christ. That plan is coming to an end. And as this plan of the churches of God, the lampstands, presenting Christ to the world and presenting the kingdom of heaven to the world, as this time comes to an end, God will once again begin to bring Israel, the, Jewish, the true Jewish people, the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, these families, he will begin to bring them back into his plan. And he has begun that plan already. In 1948, when Israel became a nation, that plan began. Now, some may say, well, it was a Zionist plan, a Rockefeller plan, a, a Rothschild plan. It was. God used those people, not knowing They've intended to do it for their own purposes, to further their causes in the world, and Israel became a nation, but they were doing God's will to bring Israel back into their land to fulfill prophecies. This prophecy of Psalm 83 could not be fulfilled unless the Jewish people were back in Israel. Now, not everyone who says they're a Jew is a Jew. Let's be clear on that. I'm clear on it. I understand it. There is the those who say they are Jews but are of the synagogue of Satan. I'm aware of that. Then there are those who 
just want to be Jews because they maybe practice Judaism, the religion of Israel. That doesn't make them a Jew. There are those in Revelation chapter 7, 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel, excluding the tribe of Dan. They are the Jewish people that God will put a mark and protection upon to protect them to go into the millennial kingdom. As this church age, as we begin to end our time of service and employment to Christ, God will begin to bring the Jewish people back into what they're ordained to do to fulfill prophecies and to warn the world that Messiah, their Messiah is coming, who they don't see yet, but our Messiah, our Christ, is coming to judge the nations. He's coming to judge Israel, the nations, and the body of Christ, because we have all been unrighteous. So, we're going to be back in a few minutes. For those that are dropping off, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com, the Olive Tree site. We'll be right back in just a few minutes, or less, actually. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I'll work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin, son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Oh, happy day. I will say this, that many Christian people do not see the things in the scripture the way God intends that we see things. At Armageddon, it is likened to a wine press. In other words, it's a, it, it is a field of battle, a field of death. And we don't like the thought that God would be this, this cruel. No, you have it backwards. Man is cruel. This is why the American Christians, because they have not, they have not had 
the teachers that can present what the scripture is presenting to the reader because they have been inadequate in explaining to God's children the view of how, of how God sees things from his perspective because teachers in this country starting in the in the mid 70s have have erred in presenting fluff fluff and uh, uh, watered down doctrine theology eschatology and concepts in the what God presents in his word the wine press of God this is where God is going to crush the armies that have come to make war with Christ they have come to destroy Israel why would they come to destroy Israel if Israel has been replaced by the churches of God we have not replaced Israel we have a completely different responsibility our responsibility is much more grand we are to present Jesus Christ as God himself as the one who can wash away the sins of mankind the one who raised from the dead what a concept Buddha didn't ever talk about resurrection from the dead any of the Eastern religions Islam none of them Christ came and declared himself in many unique ways that he was the very God of heaven no man ever ever presented that no one ever presented the thought that he is going to die and in three days he is going to raise from the dead no one has ever presented the thought that Christ is sitting though he is dead he is the son of man and the son of God and he is now seated at the right hand of God in the heavens no one has ever presented that no one has ever stated that I am going to ascend but I'm going to return I am going to be absent basically visibly for 2,000 years even though I will be with you because I'm going to live inside of you believers who receive me what a concept then the angels tell the apostles as you have seen Christ ascend he is going to descend in the same manner no one has ever spoken this way about an individual leaving ascending to heaven out of the her out of our atmosphere through outer space to the third heaven to the throne of God and at some point he will descend back to earth in the way that he ascended no one has ever exp expressed the thought that when he 
comes a second time, he's coming in full power and glory on horseback with an army. This is crazy. But this is exactly what it says in the scripture. We have to see things the way God presents it. And this war in Gaza, you have to understand this war is a war that God stated would happen to Asaph. And it would be to punish the families that were related to the children of Israel and the nations that were hostile toward Israel. And they would all be punished in one area. They would be punished. And the Christians, we think many, I have been listening to Christian chat, patriot Christian chat. I will say, 90% of everything I'm hearing is absolutely mad. It's madness. Israel is the aggressor. Israel is committing genocide. Well, you look at it through the eyes of the scripture, God is punishing the peoples that he said he would punish that have afflicted Israel for thousands and thousands of years. So you can see it from what the scripture says, or you can take it through man's philosophy and through the untamed heart, the weak, the weak soulish concept that, well, these poor people are suffering. When you read the scriptures, they are suffering. But God does say in his scriptures, if the Christians would read the scriptures, that God, there are those women and those children and those people that God is going to protect in the each of these areas where the conflict is going to, where you're going to have this conflict and war. Gaza is just the beginning. Lebanon is right here in Psalm 83. The families in Lebanon, Biblos and Tyre. This is right here in Psalm 83. And God is going to protect the women and children. He says in many scriptures that he's going to move the women and children out north to get them out, to protect them. And in Gaza, they're going to be moved. The children and women that he's going to protect. And look what's happening. The women and children and the many of these people are being moved and relocated. Just exactly the way God said it would happen. So God, God, uh, may his word be established and may your, the, the thoughts of the Christian people in this country that are fallen, may those thoughts be destroyed, I guess you would say, exposed. Now, I gave you the thought of Armageddon. God is coming to Armageddon to tread that wine press because these people are worthy of complete, total destruction. They are enemies of God. They are enemies of mankind. 
They have come to destroy the children of Israel once again, to take over that land, and at the same time, this new world order, which is now really beginning to move in its plans to make Jerusalem the center of the new world order, and all the players that, are, that should be involved are involved presently. The United States of America, the European nations, the people, the, uh, how do I phrase it, the families, the Roth, Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, all these people that have begun to a plan to bring the children of Israel back to Israel, but mainly to occupy Israel, that plan is now in motion. To make Jerusalem the center of their power base, where the Antichrist is going to be declare himself to be God in Jerusalem. And Donald Trump, without Donald Trump fulfilling a great prophecy, one prophecy, the main prophecy I'm talking of right now, speaking of, is Jerusalem must be the capital of Israel. The Everybody, the Arabs, everyone, they were, even to this day, even many of the Jewish people believe that Tel Aviv is the capital of Israel. No, Jerusalem is. And it has to be, because Antichrist has to go to Jerusalem to the temple mount to declare himself to be God to fulfill prophecy right there in Israel so for the people that say Israel has been replaced by God now you're going to see no Israel has not been replaced by God Israel is going to be front page news from this point to the time when Christ returns Israel is going to be the nation on the front page of every newspaper on the internet, social media, Israel is going to be the nation that is going to be the most talked about nation and the Jewish people the most talked about people so that the Christian people that believe that Israel has been replaced, God willing, will have their eyes opened and have a change of thought. I'm presenting this to you. This is what the Holy Spirit has asked me to do. His people, the born-again people, don't believe that uh, they, they have all these doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons, the whole body of Christ. This is another doctrine of demons. Replacement theology the Catholicism and Orthodox churches, that Christ, that we are the God only works with the Christian people and the churches. He does, he has. But he said at the end of the time, before he returns, he will once again bring Israel back onto the stage. And the way he'll do that is, number one, by making them a nation once again so they can trade and have diplomacy and engage in trade and uh, <clears throat> dialogue with the nations. It has happened. You go to read Jeremiah, I'm sorry, Ezekiel 30, 37. 
bones and bones scattered out in the field are gathered together called together and they stand up and two two the the nation being divided as far as Judah Samaria or I uh, I should get the verses and look at them I'm going to have to do that I want to be accurate but these bones come together and they are now a nation they are a nation once again they have to be a nation once again in Ezekiel 37 because if they're not a nation then this enemy in Ezekiel 38 and 39 Gog a spirit in the land of Magog with the children of Rosh how are they going to attack a non-existent nation no Israel comes into existence in chapter 37 of Ezekiel then in chapter 38 and 39 Israel is attacked once again by the nations Russia Turkey nations from the old Soviet bloc out of North Africa Libya Ethiopia Iran the ancient land of Persia a massive land not an arab land Iran they're not arabs Iran they are family they're the children of Japheth Japheth and Rosh and these people to the north the Germans the English the Swedes the Swedish Finland all of these nations to the north into the United States of America from the seed of Japheth but these nations Iran is not arab they're going to attack israel how can you attack a nation that does not exist for you you who believe in this replacement theology we now we christians we have a greater we are are in the sense because we are born again we have a greater purpose than israel presently we present messiah to the nations we ascribe greatness to him to our god we make his name great we present his coming kingdom we have our place but we're going to be replaced here very shortly when christ returns we are going to be given new bodies we're going to be raised what another thought that there are going to be people that are going to that are dead they're going to be raised to go to be with Christ what kind of thinking is this and people who as christians may never see death they're they're alive one second the next second they're have a new body and they're raised to be before to stand before Christ at the judgment seat of Christ what kind of thinking is this well But yes, we have a place as a church. And we have Christ in us. We don't know him just in thought, in our thinking, and experience him only through miracles. He is in us. And so, 
we are his repre representatives, his ambassadors presently. Our calling is a high calling, but it doesn't mean Israel has been replaced. In the next hour, I'm going to prove Israel has not been replaced. This is a doctrine of demons. A doctrine of demons. And because the people believe this doctrine, they are very subtly anti-Semitic. They are very subtly anti-Israel. And they don't know it. They talk about how great the body of Christ is and how, you know, we don't uh, obey the law and we've been freed from the law. Oh, yeah? Have you been freed from murdering people? Have you been free to commit adultery? Have you been free to steal whatever you want to steal? Have you been uh, freed from living riotously as a drunkard, uh, as uh, caught in a drug culture? No, you haven't been freed from that. Actually, you have the Holy Spirit to free you from all of that, all of that type of living, that type of a life. So those who are replacement, and this is, includes many Catholics, Catholics. I'll tell you who else it includes. Methodist churches, Reformed churches, uh, Mormonism, uh, many of the occult groups. The church fathers in A.D., just within a hundred years, they began to talk about how the church has replaced Israel. Israel is no longer, it's not, no longer a part of God's plan. Well, how is God going to fulfill the prophecies about Israel if Israel wasn't part of God's plan? How was Psalm 83 going to be fulfilled? How is Psalm how is Ezekiel 38 and 39, the great Russian war, when Russia and Iran are destroyed? How is the prophecies about the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place in Israel, if Israel has been replaced? Why are all the nations going to be focused on Israel? Why does America want to occupy Israel and it will at some point at some point why is Israel and who is going to sign an agreement with the coming Antichrist now you have in replacement theology you have the thought there is there is no there isn't an individual a specific person that is going to be the son of perdition the man of sin the abomination of desolation this is how far, how far off Christian thought is. There is Antichrist spirit. It existed back then. It exists all through the last 2,000 years. It exists now. But there are prophecies about an individual, two individuals in Revelation 13. Two individuals. Daniel chapter, chapter, uh, I think, 9. Other chapters in the book of Daniel. Many verses throughout 
the scripture in Isaiah, Ezekiel speaking of an individual, the, uh, I think they call him the, the prince of, the king of Tyre, the king of Babylon, titles for an individual. And who is it that Christ takes alive and throws into the lake of fire? Oh, I guess that's just an antichrist spirit. He takes these antichrist spirit and throws it into the lake of fire along with a false prophet. This is the madness of Christian thought. And some of these people are pastors. They're pastors. They study the word of God. They know it all. But they can't see that there is an individual that is going to declare himself to be God. And he's called the abomination of desolation. And in our terminology, he is the Antichrist. He's the son of perdition. But according to some pastors, no such thing. It's an Antichrist spirit. It's just a spirit. There's no individual. Well, then why is it that you have to worship this individual you have to worship worship his image take the number of his name his mark the american evangelical christians this is why we are so ineffective for the most part because we are so deceived and in the last satan's plan and this creature is very, very powerful and very intelligent. Since the mid-70s, the great apostasy that Paul spoke of in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, which was right there, Paul explained to be careful. The great apostasy that he presented to the Thessalon those in Thessalonica has come to pass. Great apostasy, and this is part of the apostasy, errant doctrine, errant theology, errant eschatology, practice in the churches that is acceptable. A pastor who is caught in immoral relationships, pull him out of position, rehabilitating for a year and now he's re rehabilitated all the sin and the lust and whatever it was that caused him to crash and burn in the first place it's been dealt with we psychologically help the man to be what he's supposed to be and now let's put him back in position I tell you what if the apostle Paul was here he would tell you no he can assist now, but he's never going to have authority. He has no, no, uh, the spirit that was upon him will never be upon that individual in power like it was initially before the transgression, before the fall, before the offense. But this is, in this country, this is what we call, I call, the sins of the pastors, the sins of the priest. And we have many sins of the priests in Catholicism, in the Lutheran churches, 
in mainstream denominations, but also in the Pentecostal churches, evangelical churches, in the charismatic churches, in even messianic churches. The sins of the priests, the leaders. Israel has not been replaced. Israel is once again, God is bringing Israel onto the stage to show these Christians that believe in replacement theology that they, their doctrine is errant. Now I'm going to get to verse 9 of Psalm 83. But it, for, the, for the, those that are weak in the mind, weak in the soul, you're probably no, not going to want to hear what I have to say. You see, God is coming. Christ is coming to Armageddon, to a wine press. And he's going to do what he said he's going to do. He's going to bring these anti-God armies to that wine press. Oh, but they're God's children. They're God's children. Why is God so cruel? No, he's not cruel. He's righteous. He's just. He's holy. Man is evil. We'll be back for hour two in a few minutes. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. 
Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7 to 8-foot tall flowering tree for only $269.50 and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only $270. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the tree farm. KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top-shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com, use your promo code KHNC to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Bleed Stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, Bleed Stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa. 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. Hi, 
Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I forgot in the first hour to mention that for the podcasts, you can go to 1360khnc.com, podcast section, Olive Tree site. During the week, I host the Present Truth Program 2 to 3 podcasts also on 1360khnc.com. You can contact me at Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And I, every Sunday, 9 to, nine to noon, right here on AM Radio 1360. In the uh, previous hour, I was talking about a great doctrine of demons, replacement theology. The Jewish people are irrelevant. They are no longer a part of God's plan. God is finished with them. There is no need for the Jewish people or Israel any longer. This is a doctrine of demons. You cannot have prophetic fulfillment of the time in which we live unless Israel and the Jewish people are in God's are being are once again introduced into God's plan and his people like I stated at the 3 quarter mark roughly in the previous program from this point to the time of Christ's return, Israel as a nation is going to be the most talked about nation. The Jewish people are going to be the most talked about people. Now, the Christian people and the people of the world are going to have to have discernment. In chapter 2 of Revelation, there is the synagogue of Satan to the church in Pergamos. That those who say they are Jews but are not, and of the synagogue of Satan, Jews or people masquerading as Jews to destroy the reputation of the Jewish people 
and to do wickedness. They're of the church of Satan. They are Satan's children masquerading as Jews. You have many Jewish people presently who are very powerful, who hate Israel, who hate the Jewish people. Now, in the family of Jacob, you have 13 children. You actually had 12, but one of the children has been replaced. Dan. Dan, as a family, has been replaced by Manasseh. Why? Because Dan is the lineage or is the family member that brought idolatry and Baal worship and all type and, and many different kinds of occult practices to the children of Israel. And the children of Israel began to serve other gods. And it was prophesied that Dan would do just that. And it came to pass. And so God replaced them. They are no longer included in the eternal plan of God. There, or there I shouldn't I'll rephrase it. They have been replaced as a family. They will not be in the lineage in the millennial kingdom. They, like Judas Iscariot, Judas Iscariot betrayed Christ and he went to perdition. He was replaced by Matthias. So, Dan has also been replaced. But Dan is a group of people, is a family member that hates the Jewish people, that hates God, that hates the nation of Israel. They are scattered throughout the world. Very famous, very powerful people. And they will do everything possible to discredit the, the Jewish people and the nation of Israel. You have families, wealthy families that say that they are Jewish. They're not. They adopted the Judaism as a religion and because they adopted Judaism as a religion, they now feel they have the right to say that they are Jewish. They are not. This matter of who is a Jew, who isn't a Jew, who hates the Jews, who's anti-Semitic, even the Jewish people, many of the Jewish people who are truly Jewish, hate their own people. Their family, they will hate their own brothers. They will persecute their own brothers. Well, this can't happen. It can't happen. Go read the story of Jacob, his children, and Joseph. Joseph was betrayed by his brothers. Uh, they were going to murder him. He was persecuted. He was harassed. He was sold into captivity. Brothers against brothers. You're going to have in Israel, you have Jewish people who 
are opposing the present the present uh, activity and the war in Gaza. They want to replace Benjamin Netanyahu. They want to re they want to bring in their own candidates, their own uh, leaders. They actually are working against Israel as a nation and the Jewish people as a, as a people. They're blind, but nevertheless, brother against brother, it will happen also in the Christian churches. Now, with this war that's taking place, it was prophesied. It was prophesied to happen, and it's happening exactly in Psalm 83, exactly as Asaph has presented it, it is happening. I'm at verse 9. You'll have to go back to the first hour. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree site. Now, Asaph says, God, due to these people, due to them, Due to these terrorists, what you did to Median, what you did to Sisera, and Jabin at the Kishron River, due to them, in other words, destroy them, don't let them live, punish them. Verse 10, they died at Endor, and their bodies rotted on the ground. Now, in the previous hour, I talked about what God is going to do at the wine press. All the nations that, have, that are making war at God are going to come to the wine press, and there they're going to be crushed, and the blood is going to flow four and a half to five foot deep out of that valley. And people think, well, this is a cruel God. No, it is a righteous God, a holy God, punishing cruel people, punishing armies who have come to destroy His elect once again. They've come to destroy, annihilate, to genocide the Jewish people one more time. And they're just to the point where they're almost going to do it. In Isaiah 29, it talks about about uh, Israel at some point in her future is going to be like somebody that is in a coma, non-existent. And the voice is going to come out of the grave just barely heard and this is exactly presenting to us what it's going to be like at the time that these armies at the at their end when they've just about destroyed Israel and the Jewish people for good just about genocided them eliminated them, caused them to be invisible forever. Just like 
This is exactly what it stated right here in Psalm 83, that these people have plotted together to... Uh, they've plotted... Hmm, what's going on here? They've plotted to destroy Israel, that they won't even remember the name of Israel, that the name of Israel won't be remembered. The secret plans to wipe them out as a nation. And this is exactly what Isaiah 29 says, that the children of Israel will just about be completely eliminated, just almost totally non-existent. But God is going to keep them. So Asaph is saying that you to destroy them, destroy these enemies, destroy these commanders, and everything that Asaph is presenting is coming to pass. In the last three weeks, I think 30, roughly in that vicinity, great commanders of Hamas have been destroyed. This week, about four days ago, Israel hit a refugee camp, and immediately there was an uproar that Israel targeted a refugee camp. Israel immediately stated they targeted the Hamas compound underneath the camp. Well, people didn't want to hear it. Well, then Israel, once they were able to get photos, they showed photos of the refugee camp. Thousands, hundreds of people died. But Israel said, this was a military compound uh, center. It was an operation center. Once they hit it, all the building, it fell into, the, it all just fell into the ground like a crater. Because the, underneath, there was a massive operation center. And this is what Asaph is saying. Destroy them and let their bodies rot. In other words, don't let them be buried. Don't allow them to be buried in a grave. And this is what's happened with many of these commanders that have been killed in battle. They cannot go into that debris and pull them out of the debris to bury them. Their graves, that's where they're going to lie. That's where their bodies are going to rot. That's where their bones are going to be. They're not going to be buried with any dignity at all. You're not going to. You're not going to uh, have any say in the matter. We don't have a say. What God said is going to happen is going to happen. He says, "Let their bodies rot on the ground." Due to their important leaders, what you did to Oreb and Zeb. This is an attack on the leaders of Hamas, and it's going to happen with Hezbollah and all of the other terrorists in the surrounding area. Verse 12. These people say, let's take for ourselves 
the land of Israel, the pasture land that belongs to God. They admit it. They know that Israel has been given this land. They know it. They know from hundreds, thousands of years ago, Moab, Edom, Esau, they were given their territories. The people that lived northeast, northwest of Israel in the area of Bab Biblos and Biblos and Tyre, they were given their territories. And here they want Israel. They want the pasture lands. Now remember, when Russia comes with Iran, what do they come to do? They come to take the pasture lands, the wealth of Israel. Same thing. They want that nation. They want the land. But Asaph says, but, but, my, but my God, Yahweh, make them like tumbleweeds, like chaff blown away, like the wind. Dismiss them. And this is what's happening. These leaders are being buried alive in the rubble or being buried in rubble. Their bodies aren't going to be buried with dignity. The people of Gaza are going to be relocated to other areas. The nations right now, America, all of the nations that are in an uproar at the UN, the Arab nations, they're, uh, all of these nations presently are wanting this a ceasefire. According to Psalm 83, there will be no ceasefire. There isn't going to be a ceasefire. According to 83, Israel is going to be successful in this campaign and occupy present-day Gaza. Now, all through the week, there's been talk that this was a plan by Netanyahu and other powerful people in the world to uh, enrich themselves by taking over that area because it's such a, uh, the coastline, it's very beautiful. It's a very desirable area. Can this be true? You have to remember, Israel's kings, how many of the kings were corrupt how many of the kings in America were corrupt in every nation were corrupt so is it possible absolutely is Netanyahu could he be corrupt absolutely look at Ahab look at all the kings of Israel's yes but here's the thing with the Christian people you've got to understand this is the king of Israel that God put in and even the kings of Israel that were corrupt they were victorious in battle and they caused Israel and through them Israel existed as a nation we see things in a, in a because our minds are fallen we see things from the view of fallen a fallen thought fallen thinking our minds are not what they should be. They're not renewed. Even the kings of Israel that were corrupt, Israel existed as a nation. 
even though the people may have suffered and the kings profited greatly still. Benjamin Netanyahu, God knows, corrupt, uncorrupt, holy, unholy, that's in God's hands, God's view. But the prophecy in 83, Psalm 83, must be fulfilled. God is going to be with Benjamin Netanyahu until this operation, he success, he, he, until he succeeds in accomplishing what Psalm 83 said would take place. So, we have to view this. Sure, did they know that possibly this, did they, they have the uh, Iron Dome system shut down for that period of time? These kings, you got to remember, King Solomon, when he dedicated the temple, when you look at it from the view of what God's word says, Solomon said that there's a plague in every man's heart. No man is without sin. A man is corrupt. Solomon was corrupt. David had his problems. But... Solomon was used by God. David was used by God. And uh, Ahab was used by God. As corrupt as he was. We have to view things from God's scripture. Another thing. That Christians aren't, maybe don't see. From the scripture. The new world order exists. It's in the Bible. There is a new world order. There is a system that we could term an antichrist system. America is in the Bible. And Israel, why would Israel allow someone like a Gentile to stand in the holy place to declare himself to be God unless Israel was uh, would allow it. Do you think he's going to come in and, and uh, this individual is going to force Israel to allow him to stand in the temple? No. There are in Israel, you have these people that are anti-Christ. They're Jewish people. They are New World Order people. Like the tribe of... of uh, um, in the time of Moses, you had the... Um, oh, boy. The earth opened up and swallowed them. They rebelled against Moses. I'll think of the name. Give me a second. This is the same today. There will be these type of people that will resist Moses or that resisted Moses back then and they were resisting God. There will be Jewish people today that may resist God's plan again and work with the New World Order. Korah. The sons of Korah. Do we have the sons of Korah in principle again 
in Israel, children who, who will rebel against God himself and want to bring in a new world order and establish that new world order in Jerusalem? Yes. It is going to happen. And you have in Israel a corrupt government. Is that in the Bible? Yes, it is. A corrupt government, a government that is causing hardship to the children of Israel, shepherds that uh, won't tend to the God's people. They have other motives. We're watching prophecy being fulfilled. As you view, as you observe everything happening, if you're not observing, observing things through the scripture, you're not seeing things clearly. Israel is going to win this, this war. Then, after this war is done, then there's going to be the second war coming against Israel with Russia and Iran and other nations. Israel is going to be front page to the time of Christ's return. The Jewish people is going to be the most talked about people from this time till Christ's return. Because God is making it very clear. He has a plan with the Jewish people and the nation of Israel. They have not been replaced. They've been sitting on the sideline, but now they're coming back into the game and the whole world is going to see it. We'll be back in the, for the second half of the second hour in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Okay, we're back. Now, also, I want to just say that, um, before I forget, every Sunday, 9 to noon, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Ministry, I'm sorry, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM Radio. Podcasts are 1360KHNC.com. 
to the Olive Tree site. My mailing information, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. There is such a satanic, it's a spell, it is a demonic plan to confuse the whole world on this matter of the Jewish people. Who is Jew? Who isn't Jew? Uh, fake Jews? Uh, Kazarian Jews? Ashkenazi Jews? You name it. To just confuse this matter of who is a Jew. Some who say they are Jews or not. Uh, Christians who are in a messianic movement, they believe that once they became Christians, they became Jews. No, that their lineage changed, that they were able to, to uh, maybe they were German, and now they're actually Hebrew, that you can change genetically what you were born, how you, with the genetics that you were born with, things can be changed. No, this is not the way it works. It's a, the matter of, of um, the replacement theology. This doctrine of demons is very powerful. It is a doctrine of demons, just like the doctrine that there's going to be a pre-trib, mid-trib, multi-trib rapture. These are doctrines of demons that America doesn't, doesn't, is not in the Bible. America is in the Bible. Israel's in the Bible. America is the nation that from the time Israel becomes a nation again, and even prior to Israel become a nation, going all the way back to the Balfour Declaration with England and France and the United States, they wanted to disappear the, the Jewish people out of Europe, out of America. They wanted to send them to anywhere, just away, away from the nations. And um, they created the nation of Israel, that area, to send the Jewish people back thinking that they, it was a diabolical plan to a great degree, but it was in God's plan to use them as for evil, but God has used it for good, because Israel is a nation once again. Very difficult to see things clearly. Kazarian Jew, Ashkenazi Jew, uh, banker Jews... Uh, they're, they're evil, uh, they are, yes, there are some Jewish people that are bankers that are very, very evil. Of course, there are Gentile bankers that are very evil, and even Christian bankers that are very evil. Like Solomon said, there is a plague in every man's heart, 
And there is. And the only one that can deal with that plague in every man's heart is Jesus Christ. And even with Christians that have become believers, just to become a believer doesn't, doesn't mean that that plague is going to be removed. No, it's a lifelong process to make sure that plague is kept in, is harnessed, is controlled. So, okay, now, I'm going to finish with Psalm 83. They want to take the pasture lands that belong to God. God says, Asaph says, God, make them like tumbleweeds, like chaff, blown away. Move them out, move them away. Be like a fire that burns a forest. In other words, completely destroy this evil or like flames that blaze through the hills chase pursue them with your storm this what Israel is doing is likened to a storm is likened to a very powerful wind this is what Israel is doing from the air bombing Gaza daily to chase them, to chase the these uh, Hamas leaders, they can't spend one hour in one place. They're not getting any sleep. They are moving from one position to another to another. They're not having any rest. And this is what Asaph is saying. Pursue them with your storm, with this war. Frighten them with your wind. And this is exactly what's happened. Hamas, you're watching the destruction of Hamas in Gaza. Is Israel going to be able to go in door to door and remove them? Yes. There will come the day when there will be no more Hamas military in Gaza. And there will be the day when Israel will begin to move into that area to rebuild. With the United States, with corporations all over the world. Chase them with your storm. Frighten them with your wind. Cover them with shame. Then people will look for you. And this is exactly God's purpose is so that these people in Gaza, the Gazans, will realize that they have gone to war with the children of God, that God is with the children of God, with Israel, and that these people will look to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that there will be salvation for them. Make them afraid and make them shamed forever. Disgrace them and destroy them. Then they will know that you are the Lord. Many people are going to real <clears throat> excuse me, many people are going to realize who God is through this war. Many people. They're going to realize who He is. 
They're going to know the name of the Lord. They're going to fear Him. Not only in that area, but in Israel, in the Arab nations, internationally. Then they will know that you are the Lord, that only you are God Most High over all the earth. Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 32, when he, his last presentation to the children of Israel, he said that God was going to make His name known. It's going to be like the rain that falls out of the heaven with the, the, the light rain and the dew. His name is going to be made great in the earth. And then later it says that we, God's children, are to ascribe greatness to His name. We're to ascribe greatness to the name of God and to His Son, Jesus Christ. Greatness. This is the beginning now where God is going to visit the world and make His name great. Israel is going to be front page news. The children of the, uh, the children of Israel, the Jewish people, are going to be front page news. And from this point forward, God is going to begin to cause the nations to fear and people to realize that He is real, that He is God, and that what He said was going to happen in our time is going to happen. There are going to be the wars that He said are going to come. They're taking place now. They've begun. They're going to increase. Christian people, pastors, other, other ministries are saying, it's going to pass. It's going to be good. And if we Christians, if we, you know, they that are called by my name, if they pray, God will restore our land. No. That, those verses were directed at Israel. Those are not verses for the Christian church. You can use them in a, in a sense. You can use them and pray them. But for the Christians who are saying that if we humble ourselves here in America, that God will restore this land. That is not true. That you are taking those verses out of context because you don't see those verses are number one for Israel. They're not for just any nation, especially America. No matter how much, if every Christian were to pray, pray and fast for a month, you will not save this land. You cannot save this country. This country From beginning was was birthed in witchcraft. From the very beginning, witchcraft was there. And at the very end, we will be the greatest nation in the occult. 
You think that India, with all the gods in India, is going to be as occultic as America? You haven't you haven't been in America long enough. We were birthed in witchcraft. There has been witchcraft throughout the the last two centuries to make us what we what we are as a nation. It was through witchcraft, and right now, it is great witchcraft that is directing this country in the plans for the na the future of the nations. Witchcraft that is going to be that is with the Illuminati and Luciferian New World Order that are already making their plans to move this New World Headquarters to Jerusalem. We cannot we cannot humble ourselves and this land cannot be healed. I've been listening to this for 10 years and it grieves me that the Christian people don't realize those prophecy, that word, that prayer is for the nation of Israel. It has happened time and time again. When Israel displeased God, they were scattered, but when they would humble themselves, God would restore them to their land. And now they are restored once again to their land one final time. But starting from 1948 to the time of Christ's return, Israel will become a nation that will resettle and become great militarily and be able to politically have influence internationally, also economically. Israel is going to be, uh, will be able to be a blessing for the Jewish people, and it has become a blessing. But Israel, after these wars are done, another war is coming with Russia, and then after that, the invasion of Antichrist forces from America will begin their plans to occupy present-day Israel. There are hard days coming for the nation of Israel and the Jewish people. They're going to be very, when they, when, they, when they are successful in this campaign against these surrounding nations, there's going to be, I think, a little reprieve. And that may be when they, the fulfillment is, they say, peace and safety. As soon as they begin to speak that way, then another great battle begins with Russia and Iran. The Jewish people have not been replaced. They have not been replaced. So Psalm 18, Psalm 83:18 ends with you are the God most high over all the earth. True. Now here's why Israel has not been replaced. One chapter 
There are many chapters. There are many verses. But I'm going to condense it into one chapter. Starting now to the end of the program, I'm going to present to you why Israel has not been replaced. This is Romans 11. I'm going to read out of the expanded Bible. Verse 11, uh, chapter 11, verse 1. Paul says, So I ask, did God throw out his people? His answer, absolutely not. No, it will never happen. This is what Paul says. He said, I myself am an, am an Israelite from the family, from the seed of Abraham, from the tribe of Benjamin. He emphasizes in verse 2, God has not thrown out or cast away his people who he chose long ago, from the beginning. Surely you know what the scripture says about Elijah, how he prayed, Elijah complained to God against the people of Israel. Verse 3. Verse 3. Lord, Lord, he said, they have killed your prophets. They have destroyed your altars. I am the only one left. And now they are trying to kill me. Verse 4. But what did God answer? What was God's divine response? God said, I have left, I have kept, hidden, 7,000 people, or men, in Israel, who have not bowed down, who have not bowed the knee before Baal. Verse 5. It is the same presently, it is the same now. These are few people. There are a few people that God has chosen by His grace. Verse 6. And if He choose them by grace, it is not for the things they have done. If they could be made God's people by what they've done, by what, they've, what they did... God's gift of grace would not be ready. Oh, I'm sorry. God's gift of grace would not really be a gift. Verse 7. So this is what happened. The people of Israel did not succeed. They did not find or obtain what they were striving for. But the ones God chose, the elect, did succeed. They did obtain. The others, the rest, were made stubborn and refused to listen to God. He hardened their heart. Verse 8, as it is written in the scriptures, 
God gave the people a dull mind, a spirit of stupor, insensitivity, so they could not understand. He closed their eyes so they could not see, and their ears so they could not hear. This continues to today. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a mind, a heart that understands. You don't really, uh, that, uh, that uh, uh, you don't really, sorry, I'm, okay, a, a heart that understands. David says, verse 9, before I go on with this verse, The Jewish people, many Christians, are absolutely adamant that if the Jewish people don't receive Christ, they are worthy of eternal fire. But the Christians have to understand those that have been ordained to eternal life will be saved. Not every Jewish person can be saved. There are some who will meet Christ. There are many, many, many who have met Christ through the last 2,000 years. But to think that the Jewish people must be punished because they crucified Christ, they don't know the scriptures. Christ said that he laid down his life. Nobody took it from him. Well, the Jewish people killed him. Yes, but he laid his life down. No one took it from him. He knew as Messiah he had to die. He had to die and forgive man through his blood, the shedding of his blood, mankind, the sins of man would wash, be washed away. There are through the years I've heard thought like this. Because Christian people don't know the Bible. You go to Sunday, many go to assembly on Sunday, but they don't study. They don't get in, they don't look at what the scripture says about every matter. I, I guess I've been fortunate because uh, I've read and then it's been sitting in my heart and then all of a sudden years later I get the deeper interpretation, the deeper meaning of what God has been speaking in His Word, especially about Israel. These are God's People, by covenant, by promise, they will always be, they always have been, they always will be, even though God is, you know, in the game, He's put them on the bench. They're still in the game, in the field, but on the bench. But now, starting in 1948, they are once again in the final plan in the final generation 
they're in this plan to finish and to for all prophecy to be fulfilled to finish what they were called to do God's calling on the Jewish people has never been suspended or ended it is still they are still they have been called to do something God has not released them from their duties but now they're going to once again they're going to resume and they have begun to resume the duties that God planned for them we'll be back reasons to own gold brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank, and made too-big-to-fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. The Federal Reserve is in control of our money, but lately control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's You're wealth for almost to 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game. 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. And if there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace, it's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. 
As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of Northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home, or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks' worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. 
Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the third hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, and also the podcasts for the programs are on 1360khnc.com, podcast section, Olive Tree site. Monday through Friday, 2 to 3, I host the Present Truth program. We are living in a present truth. Uh, Also, podcasts on 1360khnc.com. 
My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I began the program with uh, out of Psalm 83, also with the thought that the replacement theology, people believing that Israel has been replaced by the church. No, God has a plan for Israel. God has a plan for the church. Two different plans working together in time. Israel, the natural family of God through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The born-again people, born again, the Spirit of God living in them. And we become the family of God through rebirth. But that doesn't mean that Israel has been replaced. Israel would be basically in hibernation for about 1900 years. But in May of, 20, of 1948, Israel was awakened for her destiny in the generation to come, which would be about an 80 year period of time. Israel has awakened. Israel is now once again a major part of the plan of God in the time in which we live. A time where the prophecies that are to be fulfilled presently, Israel will be the indicator. In Israel will be the center of the prophecies. The world will know that prophecy is being fulfilled because of what happens in Israel. Jerusalem is now the capital city of Israel. It was prophesied for Antichrist to be, declare himself to be God in the temple. Jerusalem must be the capital city of Israel. Jerusalem will be the city that will be referred to, is referred to as a cup of trembling. That is happened and it is going to continue to happen in the future. Psalm 83, a prophecy that began on the October 7th, 2023 at the Conclusion of Sukkot, Israel went to, was attacked. The war, the initial wars of Psalm 83 have begun. When Psalm 83 ends, is con conclude, uh, uh, when Psalm 83 is concluded, Israel will own the Gaza Strip. This is why Israel is the way in which the Christian people, the lampstands of God internationally, this is how we know the timeline, the time, the calendar, the prophet's calendar of what's going to occur in the time in which we live. Psalm 83 takes place just before the tribulation. So I want to give those of you who believe in a pre-trib rapture, get ready, because that rapture is going to take place shortly. Months, maybe 12 months, 18 months, 
the pre-trib rapture is going to occur if you believe in the pre-trib rapture. So you better get ready. For those that believe in a mid-trib rapture, well, you still have, oh, 50 months plus. You have to wait. But it'll come if you believe that there's going to be a mid-trib rapture. For those that believe in a multi-trib rapture, some taken at the beginning of the tribulation, some at the mid-tribulation, some later in the tribulation, well, you're going to have to wait still a while longer, depending on what you're, whether you feel that you're ready to be harvested. If not, well, you're going to be harvested after the mid-trib rapture takes place. And this is the way I was trained. Uh, this is the the assembly that I was a member of when I was a young man. We believed in a multi-trib rapture. The Christians that were really mature would be taken before the tribulation. Those that were less mature would go through the tribulation, the first half of the tribulation, to prepare them for resurrection or rapture. Then those who just didn't want to be serious about the things of God, they would have to go into the great tribulation for a period of time. Then they would be raptured. That's what I believed. Till one day I realized we're an army and God isn't going to take His army out of battle. We have to... We're at war spiritual war with principalities, power, spiritual powers in the heavens, darkness. The pre-trib or the, the Psalm 83 occurs before the tribulation takes place. So when this war is over, we're very near tribulation. But the next step, like I repeat to this audience all the time, for the overcomers in this audience, for those who are serious about the things of God, for those who want to be upright, holy, righteous, those that want to believe sound doctrine, sound, te do sound theology, sound eschatology, for those that are serious about their walk with the Lord, and those who are becoming more serious with their walk. This program is for you. Because I'll tell you the truth. And if you know the truth, as difficult as it may be for you to believe what I'm saying, it's okay. It will give you the endurance and stamina to continue in the walk. You've been called to walk with Christ. It's a race. It's a maturing process. You'll, be, you'll have the grace to mature and you won't be deceived. You won't be deceived by a doctrine of demons saying that you're going to be taken out of the hardship. If you believe that, you're not going to have any stamina. You're not going to plan for a long distance race. I'll tell you the truth. All through, my, all through the time that I've been on radio, going back to 2005, I've always told the truth. What I've seen, what I believe, 
what I expect to happen. And uh, everything I have presented has been tested. America's in the Bible. Babylon the Great, Revelation chapter 17, the great horror. Revelation 18, a society of great wealth, luxury, ease. If you have the money, anything you want, you can purchase. Even slaves and souls of men. The least of the important commodities in Babylon the Great. What is the most valuable? Gold, silver, gems. But the least important to the culture, which was the most important to Christ Himself, was people and the souls of men. The souls is what Christ died for. And after people receive Christ, then He can help them in the in, in living a life where they can have enjoyment and peace and can have prosperity if they're wise. Maybe not wealth, but they can live and enjoy what God has ordained for them to enjoy during their brief stay on the earth. We're, we're here temporarily. I've always told the truth about America. The coming Antichrist, an individual, this is the seat of his throne when he comes to power. As disturbing as it may be, it doesn't matter. God wants you, wants you to know the truth. God has asked me to have a ministry to shepherd and lead God's people out of lies into truth to help them to leave the sins that they're in bondage to God has given them a way to be free so that they can live free from bondage you have enough bondage you have to fight gravity every day age we get older. You don't need to be addicted to alcohol and drugs and so many things. The culture, there are some people who have to spend money. They cannot stop. It is a curse. They have to just spend to spend to spend. I've met people in my lifetime that they go to just buy things and then their home is so full of things, I went to paint a home for a lady. I had to give her a bid. I couldn't even walk up the stairs because there was just enough room to walk up the stairs. Enough room to walk from the front door to the kitchen into the living room. I mean, thank God I didn't get the job because I'd have spent, I'd have charged her hundreds and hundreds of dollars to move things and to move things back. She just had to buy things. Little things, not expensive. A dollar here, two dollars there. Anything was on sale. Her place was just packed. Two bedrooms, the stairway, the front room, 
the kitchen, going out the back door. That's what we do in America. We're, we merchandise. We merchandise. We go out to buy, whether we need it or not. I, I finally said, well, she said, maybe, she said, am I going to have to move all these things? I said, yeah. I said, I can move them for you, but uh, gee, Manny, I could only paint one wall at a time, then move things back, pull things away from the next wall. I was going to charge her like $1.2 million to just try to paint a little rental two-bedroom apartment. Well, I wasn't going to charge her that much, but... I probably should have. I could have made big money. But anyhow, America's in the Bible. The B system is an American system. The nation is going to be when this coming prince, this coming. Uh, abomination when he becomes the abomination of desolation his whole system will be a cult system everybody in place will be in the occult it's just like Hitler in World War II the best I mean to study what happened in Germany every single person in Hitler's military command they were all in the occult well it's going to happen here also so what does this mean for Christian people well the Bible says in Revelation chapter 11 that when this person in the middle of the tribulation declares himself to be God it says he is going to take his technology all of his military, uh, the, the apparatus of military technological terror is going to be directed at the Christian people in his kingdom because they are the biggest threat to him, not because of bullets and guns, but because of prayer because of the power of the Holy Spirit that we have been given. What we have as Christians with the giftings that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we have spiritual giftings that are much more powerful than any kind of sophisticated technology known to man. And this is what the kingdom of darkness fears more than anything. Christians that know how to use their spiritual giftings, how to pray, how to know the plan and the will of God for each matter for in, every, in, in each day. Today, I need certain things for today. I need insight and the Holy Spirit for today wisdom for today I need miracles for today tomorrow I'm going to need the same 
but I can't. I have to wait till tomorrow. But tomorrow, I will be able to make my requests, ask for God's help, pray for people, however the Lord directs me. This is the power that we have as, God, as God's children. We just forget. You know, with, uh, I'm going to finish. In the last hour, I was presenting Romans chapter 11, where Paul makes it clear. Israel has not been replaced. Israel has been sidelined temporarily. But now, Israel is back on the scene, on the world stage. I'll finish that in a second. Many Christians, you have hardships daily. There are verses, actually let me begin this way. I can tell you about being born again. I can tell you the experiences I have as a Christian with Christ in me. I have the experiences and the knowledge. So there's a knowledge like with the life of Christ, life itself. There is biological life, psychological life, and spiritual life. Every day you have experiences of biological life because you're, you're going to need to eat or sleep. You have experiences of biological, bi, bi, uh, biological life. So you have the knowledge of that life and the experience of that life. The same with psychological life. You have the experience of your thought process every day. You not only have the knowledge of it, but you have the experience. But spiritual life is much deeper. I can tell you about the power of having the Holy Spirit within. That's the knowledge of that spiritual life. But I can't give you the experience. It is something you have to experience. Many people believe that because they believe in God, they are Christians. No. It just means that in your psychological abilities, you know there is a God. You can see. You believe. But the demons, Christ said, they also believe there is a God. But they're not born again. They're demons. So you must be born again. You must have the experience of Christ living in you. The experience of having your sins forgiven. Having the experience that God loves you. The experience that once you become a Christian, it's a beginning of a process, a lifelong process of growth to grow. The knowledge of, of something is different from the than the experience. I can tell you about a uh, Twinkies 
uh, dessert, Twinkies. I could tell you about it all day long. But until you experience a Twinkie, you don't know what a Twinkie is. I'm assuming that everybody at some point in their life has had a Twinkie. I wouldn't recommend that for your daily diet. I could have used other examples. Coffee. Not everybody drinks coffee. I don't. So you can tell me about coffee, but I've never experienced drinking coffee. So it's not going to help me. The experience of something is different than the knowledge of something. To be free in Christ from bondages, I can tell you about. To tell you about the war that takes place daily in the flesh, I can tell you about it. Because you experience it, I can identify with you. But now to be free from bondages, that's a different thing. To be free from, many of you may have problems with alcohol. I can tell you, you can be free from the bondage of alcoholism. I have the experience, I have the knowledge of it. Drugs, I have the experience and the knowledge every kind of evil prejudice I have the knowledge and the experience and God forces me to deal with it so having the knowledge of something and having the experience of something two different things I can tell you about a certain vehicle well you, you understand what I'm saying. To experience the life of Christ, you have to have the Holy Spirit in you. If the Holy Spirit isn't in you, you can have other spirits that can fake being born again. But once you're truly born again, you'll know. There's no doubt. Something happens. There is a change. Your awareness of the Holy Spirit and God Himself is now real. We'll, we'll be back. Hey, folks, Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there is no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. El Dorados, you got to get in touch with Y-Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, they are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You will be glad you did. Monday through Friday, the uh, Present Truth Program here on 1360 KHNC. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, 
the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The podcasts are archived on 1360 KHNC. I feel at times to, I, I know that so many believers are having a hard time in their Christian walk, and it's because Satan does not want you to grow, he wants you to stay immature. And in the future, I'd like to maybe have a program or two to help you. But right now, this matter of Psalm 83, the first day of the prophecy being fulfilled was October 7, 2023, when Hamas attacked people in southern Israel. Now, a friend that works that has been part of the station Brian was telling me this week that the way he understood it in his understanding of studying Burning Man every year Burning Man in America you have the pagans the heathens riotous these people that young people that go up to spend I forget how many days in northern Nevada living, having a burning man festival. At the end, they burn an effigy, a burning man. It's a pagan pagan, pagan uh, gathering. Well, this party they were having in southern Israel would be the Jewish burning man. Same, basically, type of activities. I don't think that the Holy Spirit is uh, accepting of this of, of what was going on at this in this activity. Could it be that God allowed and used what happened as a punishment? I don't know. Personally, I know that there are negative sanctions when there's evil taking place in a land or in a city or in a home. There can be evil sanctions. Burning Man, if you've studied Burning Man in this country, this is a very, very occult gathering very very dark dark very evil i would i would say that any christian that would ever consider going going to burning man you better reconsider because that during that time when they're together this satanists gravitate to this type of debauchery was it the same in southern israel are there Satanists in Israel? Absolutely. You read the scriptures. Look at the idol worship. Look at the wickedness, the satanic things that took place in Israel and the surrounding areas. The gods that were worshipped. 
So I don't know. I'm going to leave that with you. I have, I know what I feel, what I sense, what I see. I can't make that, you know, I, I can't make that judgment. That's something you're going to have to do. I'm going to get through what Paul said in Romans 11 about Israel has not been abandoned by God. David said, let their own feasts trap them. This is verse 9. Let their own feasts trap them, cause their ruin. Let their feasts become a stumbling block, a stumbling block, paying them back. Verse 10, let their eyes be closed so they cannot see, and their backs be forever weak from troubles. Verse 11, so I ask, when the Jews fell, did that fall destroy them? Paul says emphatically, no. But their failure has brought salvation to the Gentiles in order to make the Jews jealous. But their failure brought rich blessings for the world and their loss brought rich blessings for the Gentiles. So the Jewish people are a blessing even during the time when they were dormant as a nation. They were still, the Jewish people were still a blessing to the world. Because God said with Jacob, Jacob took the birthright and the blessing. And it was prophesied that all of his posterity would be blessed. And they would be the firstborn of God. So they're still a blessing even though they were dormant. So surely the world surely the world will receive much richer blessings when enough Jews become the kind of people God wants. He said, now I'm speaking to you Gentiles in verse 13. I'm an apostle to the Gentiles. I will make the most of, of my ministry. I hope that I can make my own people jealous. And this was back then in that way. So I can help some of them to be saved. Verse 15. If God's rejection of Israel meant he became friends with the world, what will Israel's... Um, <clears throat> sorry. What will Israel's acceptance mean? It will be like bringing the dead back to life. The dead have come back to life. And still, they are partially, you might say, blind and dead to Christ. But when the wars after Armageddon at that time are concluded, when that, those war, that war is concluded and Christ reveals himself to the Jewish people, they will be totally brought back from the dead. They will be totally resurrected in their understanding of who God is and who the Messiah is that they rejected. And they will, in the millennial kingdom, the kingdom of David will be set up and they will worship him the way they should. Verse 16, if the first piece of bread is offered to God, then the whole loaf is made holy. If the roots of a tree are holy, then the tree's branches are holy also. Verse 17, it is as if some of the branches from an olive tree 
if they've been broken off, is symbolizing Israel, you Gentiles, like the branch of a wild olive tree, you've been grafted in to that first tree. So we Gentiles have been grafted into Israel. We've been grafted into that root. This is why for 2,000 years we will have the spiritual mantle that Israel does not have presently. But we share the strength of this life of the tree. So we are not to brag. We're not to boast. We're not to consider ourselves superior. Because those branches that were broken off, because, because of those branches that were broken off, in other words, we need to be careful. We still... And I know I hear Christian people saying, oh, you know, this matter of blessing, I will bless those that bless thee, and cursing, I will curse thee, that it doesn't apply to the Christian people. No, it does. You want to you be cursed? You find some Jewish person, you start cursing him. You start cursing the, cursing the nation of Israel. And I guarantee you, things will start to happen in your life that are very... Uh, Uncomfortable. Negative. Nope, you can't... You can't have... A, that kind of an attitude toward the Jewish people. Even though, for the most part, they're still in hibernation or dormant. They're going to come alive to God and to Christ in the future. But some already are alive to their God. There's a remnant... There's a residue, 7,000 that have not bowed and kissed the hand of Baal. Remember, you do not support the root, but the root supports you. Will you say branches were broken off so that I could be joined to their tree? Yes, that's true. But those branches were broken off because they didn't believe. And you continued to be part of the tree only because you believe. Don't be proud, but be afraid. If God didn't spare the natural branches, He will not spare you either. And I don't mean eternally, but he'll, He won't spare you in punishments and hardships. You see, God is kind and also very strict. He punishes those who stop following Him. But God is kind to you if you continue following in His kindness. If you don't, you will be cut off from the tree. If the Jews will believe in God again, He will accept them back. They'll be grafted in. God's able to put them back where they were initially. Verse 24. If you Gentiles were cut off from a wild olive tree, and contrary to nature... You were joined to a good cultivated olive tree. How much more with these natural branches, the Jewish people, be joined to and grafted into their own tree again? Once they're grafted in, they will be grafted in quickly, powerfully. Verse 25, I want you to understand this secret. Brothers and sisters, so that you will understand that you do not know everything. Part of Israel has been made stubborn 
but that will change when the complete number of the Gentiles has come to God. We are going to be replaced. We believers, you who believe that Israel has been replaced, no, Israel hasn't been replaced. Israel is now being grafted back in as a people back into the prophecies for their time, for this time. They become a nation. Now they're going to become the people in that nation that need to be there for the prophecies of their prophets to be fulfilled, negative and positive. They have to be in their land. They have to, I hate to put it this way, they have to open the door to allow Antichrist or this man who's going to come declare himself to be God in their temple, they're going to open that door three and a half years earlier. This same person is going to make an agreement with them. This same individual is going to promise them peace and safety and then he's going to betray them. They have to exist. Otherwise that prophecy can't be fulfilled. Going back to the Apostle Paul. Part of Israel has been made stubborn, but that will change when the complete number and the fullness of the Gentiles has come has occurred. We're going to be re, we are going to Israel is going to replace the churches of God. There will be no churches of God. This is another false teaching. The Catholic Church, the Lutheran Church, the churches of God are going to go and be part in the millennial kingdom to preach. Jesus Christ to the Jews. No. No, no. After the great tribulation is over, we're going to be resurrected. Every Christian. The Catholic Church is going to be abolished. Is going to end. The Lutheran churches. Greek churches. Episcopalian. Protestants. All of them. All the churches. And what we call main, uh, uh, main denominations denominations, evangelical churches, messianic churches, Pentecostal churches, there will be no such thing as Christian churches in the millennial kingdom. Israel will be the little children will teach the older people who God who their God is. Verse 28. And that is now all Israel will be saved. It's prophesied. So they must exist. You can't save what does not exist. That Israel has been replaced. They are no longer part of God's plan. Well, why does it say here? All Israel will be saved. It's written in the scriptures. The Savior will come from Jerusalem, Zion. He will take away all evil from the family of Jacob. And he says, I will make this agreement with those people. When I take away their sins, their sins aren't going to be taken away through Jesus Christ. Their sins are going to be taken away when God comes and Christ comes, I guess you could say, to take away their sins at the beginning of the, at the, beginning of the millennial kingdom. The Jews refuse to accept the good news. So, they are God's enemies. This has happened to help us who are not Jews. 
But the Jews are still God's chosen people. That's verse 28. And he loves them very much. And he will protect them. Because of the promises he made to their ancestors. To their fathers and the patriarchs. Verse 29. God never changes his mind about the people he calls and the things he gives. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance, are irrevocable. Israel was called to be God's people, to represent Him, to present Him to the nations. They failed. We stepped in. We are doing that now. But we are going to, the Christian people are going to be resurrected. And the Jewish people will then resume in their calling, in their purpose with God, and their purpose to the nations. They're not fully there yet, but that's coming. At one time you refused to obey God, meaning us, but now you've received mercy because those people refused to obey because of the Jewish people. We have received mercy. Now the Jews... Because now the Jews, because they refuse to obey, <clears throat> now the Jews refuse to obey because God showed mercy to us. But this happens so that they can also receive mercy from Him. God has given all people over to the, He's given these people over to stubborn ways so that He can show mercy to all. How great are the depths of God's riches and wisdom and knowledge. No one can explain the things God decides or understands. His ways are untraceable, as the scripture says. Who has known the mind of the Lord, <clears throat> the mind of the Lord, who has been able to give him advice? No one. Has, no one has ever given God anything that he must pay back. Yes, God, Almighty, God made all things, and everything, and everything continues through Him and for Him. To Him be glory forever. Amen. I had to rush. I don't like it. I run out of minutes. The hours go quickly. I need more time. God knows. He's sovereign. I accept the plan that He has uh, for this program. I thank Him for that. God has not replaced Israel. God has suspended working with them. They have been in high hybrid. They were in hibernation. They existed, but it was not evident because God gave roughly 1900 years to the born again people time to carry out a different plan to present Christ when the Jewish people would not present Christ. The Gentile people would present Christ to the nations. And the, the Gentile people, and, and some Jewish, would proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is real. It is in power in the body of Christ. But the kingdom will be established objectively after Armageddon and the Jewish people 
the kingdom that God promised David will be established in Israel and the Jewish people will be the ones to oversee the coming millennial kingdom on the earth. So no, God has not replaced the Jews. They've just been sidelined because of their unbelief. We have been enjoying participating in the plan of God because of our belief. But even in the churches, we point the finger at Israel. But what about in the evangelical churches? Have we been faithful? Well, if we had been faithful, there would not be an apostasy. But because we have been unfaithful, there is a great apostasy. One of the great apostasies allows great doctrines of demons to come in. One of the other doctrines of demons is that the Roman Catholic Church is going to be the one church in the time to come. That is a doctrine of demons. Revelation chapter 2, the end of the chapter, talking about Thyatira, says that <laughs> the coming Antichrist is going to persecute Catholicism and the Catholic people to basically non-existence. God says, I'm going, to, I'm going to kill her children with death. This is Christ speaking to Thyatira, to the Catholic Church. But Christians don't want to know, they don't understand. Many, many, not everybody. I'm painting with too big of a brush. Most Christians don't see the hidden wisdom in the Scripture and the hidden things that God has put there. We Christians in America, we evangelicals, we are the church of Laodicea. Antichrist is coming to martyr us. I can lie to you, I cannot. Antichrist is coming to make war with all of the overcomer people in all seven lampstands. We're not going to escape what Christ said is going to come. Israel is going to be successful in this campaign every week, every day. The leaders of Hamas are not going to be buried in their normal burial places. They're going to they're 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 going to be buried where the buildings fall upon them. No one is coming to get their bodies. This is what Asaph said Asaph said in Psalm eighty three. The tribulation is coming. The Christian people need to be warned. The Christian people who are replacement theologists in their speaking, you need to repent. God will cut you off. This is what Paul was saying in Revelation in Romans thirteen Romans eleven. You want to cut Israel off? God's going to cut you off. What's God going to cut these people off from? The power of His Holy Spirit, His mercy, His grace, His favor, 
What's going to happen to them? As they go down these, as they, as they move away from the teachings of Christ, there's hardship coming to them because they are teaching heresy, false doctrine. Okay, I am finished for this week. Podcasts for the Olive Tree Program, 1360KHNC.com to the Olive Tree site. Contact information, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I will be here next week again. God willing, I believe he is, 9 to noon. Until then, may the Holy Spirit bless you with the knowledge of his plan with Israel, the Jewish people, and may God bless you and open your eyes to the plan that he has with each of you. God bless you. I pray for God's Holy Spirit upon you this week. God bless you and your families. God bless those you and all that you love. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez. If you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly and we had Bleed Stop with us and we put it on the wound and it stopped the bleeding. Bad Bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding, certainly not if you're on a blood thinner. Bleed Stop works. Simply put Bleed Stop onto any cut or wound, apply pressure, and watch the bleeding stop. Easy to apply, it doesn't burn, it doesn't sting. Take away your bleeding fear. Bleed Stop absolutely works even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds. Bleed Stop is used in emergency rooms across the country. Bleed Stop only works if you have it on hand. Imagine what Bleed Stop can do for a serious cut. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Get yours today. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning You're protection system to the roar of made the to Rockies. protect you KHNC, and your electronics. 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.